Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome back to Games with Bill, your almost daily micro-podcast about the video game industry. Each episode, I pick one topic from the industry to discuss for hopefully less than 10 minutes. And today, I want to continue the discussion from last episode, which was the fact that Stadia was shutting down. If you missed that episode, I gave my reaction and the, my my thoughts as to what were the reasons that Stadia was shut down. And uh, or why it didn't succeed, I mean. And uh, it's, so if you haven't checked that episode out, please do so. Uh, you can find it right here on the podcast feed. Uh, but today, I'm not the only one that has a reaction to it. There's a lot of people that have a reaction to it. And today, I want to look at the devs' reaction to Stadia being shut down. Because they were completely blindsided. Both devs and employees at Stadia were uh, blindsided and essentially found out at at pretty much the same time that we did. In fact, some of the devs found out from the articles that that were being posted after it went, after it went public. Like they didn't even get a contact from Google to say, "Hey, by the way, this is what's going on." Which is kind of par for the course for Stadia. Like remember back when SG&E shut down. Uh, the employees at Stadia were, were at SGE were essentially just told what a great job that they were doing and to keep up the good work. And then, hey, by the way, we're shutting that we're shutting down that division, and you all either have to uh, get a new job at Google or go look somewhere else if you want to continue to make video games. At which point, a lot of people left to go make video games elsewhere. It was just, I have to say that I don't know. If he gets his marching orders from up high, but Phil Harrison did a terrible job managing Google Stadia. And I've seen plenty of articles talking about how, you know, he failed at this job and then failed up to this job and failed up to that job. And apparently this guy just keeps getting these you know these offers even though his track record is kind of terrible and um (laughs) i just think it's crazy anyway let's talk about what some of the devs had to say and what some of the devs are going to do uh, about google stadia shutting down um first off we have this tweet from tom i don't know how to say it vian or vian i'm not sure uh, they are uh, one half of the indie game company S- SFB Games uh, that made snipper clips, and they were working on Tangle, Trying- uh, Tangle Tower. They said Tangle Tower was due to launch on Stadia in two days. 
So, you know, tomorrow, it, as, as of the time that I'm recording this, uh, it, it's supposed to launch. No, no, today. It was supposed to launch today. It, it might actually have launched today, uh, but I don't think so because now you can't buy things. And Tangle Tower was due to launch on Stadia in two days' time, and this article was the first I heard about it shutting down. Um, let's think about that for a second. Like, this company, they had to take some of the money that that for development and earmark that towards getting their game to run on Stadia, only to be completely out of the loop when Stadia shuts down and like their game was supposed to launch like today. Ouch. That's a big ouch. Uh, Simon Roth, uh, who is an indie game developer, uh, they said that uh, they're very happy to see months of my work going in the bin again. I sure do love game development. Uh, so basically, they jumped through all of the hoops for platform compliance which, by the way, Google has a lot of platform compliance hoops to jump through. Um, they said it was... This is a follow-up tweet. So glad I s- severely stressed myself over jumping through all of the hoops of their platform compliance using an API that was documented poorly and in the wrong language. Anyway, Stadia was actually technically sound and worked well, but was doomed from the start by the fact that Google made it. We're sorry, to, we're sorry to anyone over at Google. We're sorry to any other devs that were working towards a winter release on the platform. At least I got a nice doorstop out of it. And then they did a screenshot of what I, I'm guessing was a, uh, a Stadia dev kit. Anyway, it is... Oh, man, hey, I have a doorstop. I've got an unopened Premiere package of uh, uh, from Stadia from, I think, when I bought Resident Evil 8. Uh, but hey, I'm gonna get a refund on that, so it's not all it's not all bad. Um, let's see, publisher No More Robots. Uh, they said we have a game on there called Heist Simulator, which was due to come out of early access in 2023. So our recent development for that Stadia has been obviously pointless. We were due to launch Soccer Story. This is this one comes from Mike Rose. We were due to launch Soccer Story on Stadia in November, and that money has a ta- and that has money attached to it that we were meant to receive. It could mean, I'm sorry, it could be, I can't read today, it could be that we're still going to see that, but given that we literally can't release on Stadia anymore, I'm not going to hold my breath. All right. So we see that a lot of indie devs were bringing their games to Google Stadia, and Google left them high and dry. Lame, but what are you going to do? What about the big dogs? We're talking to, uh, companies like Ubisoft, uh, IO Interactive, and, and and those kind of companies. What are they going to do? Because obviously, like, they can absorb, the, the, like, they make enough money that they can absorb the losses here. Um, but there's a lot of people who have put a lot of time into playing games on Stadia. There's one guy who put six thousand hours into red dead redemption 2 and he's like hey uh rockstar can i please bring my save game from stadia to pc or something i can't imagine losing six thousand hours of progress in a game i can't imagine putting six thousand hours in a game that's not like an mmo but whatever um 
that's just insane to me. Uh, Rockstar, I don't know if they're responding as of the time that I'm recording this. Here's what IO Interactive said. To all our Hitman fans on Google Stadia, we hear you. We are looking into ways for you to continue your Hitman experience on other platforms. How's that going to work? I don't know, but here's what I'm guessing. They will probably have you sign in with like your IO Interactive like username and password, and then they will like take your save and like do it in the cloud or something. And then you can download it when you are on steam or, or, or whatever platform that you decide to be on. Like for multi-platform games, this stadia thing could be the nudge that a lot of publishers need to have cross progression on different platforms. I mean, not necessarily, but it might, I, I think that that would be awesome if they did. Uh, Ubisoft, tweeted this out. They said, while Stadia will shut down on January 18th, 2023, we're happy to share that we're working to bringing the games. I'm sorry. Let me say that again, that we're working to bring the games you own on Stadia to PC through Ubisoft connect. We'll have more to share regarding specific details, as well as the impact for Ubisoft plus subscribers at a later date. If you don't know, Ubisoft plus is like a subscription where you subscribe and you get like access to all of Ubisoft's games. And one of those places where you could play games was Stadia. So it was actually pretty cool. You could just subscribe to Ubisoft Plus, not have any hardware, and play games on Stadia. And uh, you didn't have to have like a box under your TV or anything, which was kind of cool. Now, Ubisoft Connect is is basically like their their cross-platform um what, what, what how do I want to like account system and so I assume that what they're going to be doing is the same thing that I just talked about for IO interactive I think that this could be a good opportunity for the third party for the big third party developers to make sure that their their games are backing up your save data to the cloud Instead of depending on what is happening on, say, your Xbox, your PlayStation, Stadia, or wherever, I think that that's a really good thing. On Steam, we have uh, Steam Cloud Saves, which is awesome, but that only works with Steam stuff. It, it would be really nice if we saw more devs do, like, say, what Cyberpunk 2077 recently did, where they turned it on so that you could just sign into your account and I could be playing on my Xbox turn off my Xbox, grab my uh, Steam Deck, pick up right where I left off. Like, that's the kind of thing that I want to see here. The only problem here is that these devs were given no warning. And so they only have until January 18th to figure this out. And that's going to be tough for some of them. But we'll see what happens. Anyway, that's it for today's episode of Games with Bill. I'm sorry I couldn't talk today. My brain just was not working uh thank you for hanging out with me if you want to get the show ad free uh patreon.com slash nerd nest get all of my different shows without any ads over there and support for as little as a buck a month and uh join the discord nerdnest.tv slash discord i will see you in there hopefully and we can talk about video games movies and all kinds of other stuff from the nerd nest i'm bill stay rad everybody